question for you. If aberrant behaviour is tied into neurosis, can it be reformed by a neurotic? Or in other words, is there something that you just don't like that you're doing and you want to change, be it confidence, be it the way that you communicate, or some other thing that you perceive as a characteristic flaw? This very behaviour being an extension of who you are, how is it that we can combat it? The answer to this and the fact that you've probably tried what most people on this planet have tried and failed is going to be the focus of this episode today. Let's go. So let's go over a really absolute classic example. Suppose you're in a situation where you're feeling like you're not confident. Maybe you've had a stressful day. Maybe inherently you haven't been confident in your past. And so you say to yourself, I need to be confident. Now, in today's information age, it is incredibly easy to find out how to be confident. All you have to do is pick up any book at a self-help section and it'll have how to be confident. It'll talk to you about body language, about things you can do, positive mindsets, all of the stuff that you've heard before. So this is really good stuff and a lot of the stuff I advocate, but there's a time and a place for everything. And so if you, the individual, are slightly neurotic, or in other words, if you have obsessive thoughts or anxieties, and from this standpoint, you want to change how you are, it doesn't matter what techniques you throw on top of yourself, underlying everything you will still be anxious. And this is seen so often when somebody has gone on a self-help kick and they'll be walking around and everyone can tell that they're really, really fake. They're just disingenuous. And the reason why people can pick it up is because they haven't cleared out their past rubbish before. And in front of them, they've just covered themselves with a layer of superficial, confident behavior. And perhaps this individual, before he went out, he said, I'm confident, I'm confident, I'm confident. He tried to look at his body language. He tried to work on his mindset. He went out there and he acted on the outside as being confident, obviously without being congruent on the inside. And then everything starts to fall apart. That's why when you really try and act confident, often you fail miserably. So how do you want to fix it? Do you want to fix it with a long-term approach? Because face it, using a long-term approach looks at your identity, looks at unpacking a lot of different things. If you consider things like systems therapy, where you unpack schemas from the past, it, there is so many tangents and ways that branch off that this can honestly take months or years, although you can accelerate that, and we talk about that later. But if you're going to try and fix something short term, and when I say short term, I'm talking about basically immediately, there is another option. Now, the best way to describe how this plays out would be by giving you a real life example. Now, let's call this person Mr. C. Now, Mr. C is an incredibly interesting individual because while he doesn't have Tourette's per se, he does have these little twitches and ticks. In fact, whenever he gets really nervous, it becomes more obvious. 
every time he's with somebody in a stressful situation, he would automatically feel a little twitch coming on his face, needing to touch himself. Again, not necessarily a DSM-5 medical grade diagnosis of Tourette's, but maybe in the realms of it, an anxiety-driven twitch. So he's gone off. He's read those books. He decided, wait, I'm going to be confident. He pumps himself up. And when he's out, he's like, I don't need to do that anymore. I'm going to be confident. I don't have to do twitches anymore. And the more he focuses on it, the worse his twitches get. The more he suppresses it, the more it comes out. Just like every time you've been to the pool as a kid and you had one of those inflatable beach balls and you try incredibly hard just to push that beach ball underneath the water, the longer you hold it, the heavier it gets. And eventually you just let go of it and it comes shooting up right into the air before bouncing back on the water itself. And that's the same thing. The more you suppress things psychologically, the more they will manifest in your life. So how did this all play out for our patients? Well, they said, I'm not going to feel those ticks. I'm going to feel confident. And the more that they did that, the more the ticks were present. And it was just insane because the exact intention to do the opposite caused the ticks to come on. And it's like, what's the point? It's not working. But still, it was the advice in all the books. Make sure you've got a positive mindset that you can do it, that you have to just be confident that you follow these steps from NLP to frame yourself in the best positive light. And all this stuff is good in its right context. But in the wrong, it's disastrous. Not only it didn't help, but it made it entirely worse. So if we pause for a second and you think about somewhere in your life that you've had something happen and it wasn't what you wanted, and so you tried to remedy the situation, don't think about the times that you've been successful. Look at the times that you failed. You tried to fix it, but you weren't successful in fixing it. Now, did you continue the same pathway? Did you keep trying to fix and trying to fix it and eventually it got fixed? Sure, it happens sometimes. The other day I was changing an oil filter and it was incredibly hard to come off and I just kept pulling and straining and eventually, bang, off it came. Where in another situation, I was trying to do something psychologically and by pumping myself up, I just realized it just didn't get the desired effect. Sure, in the short term, you felt kind of better, maybe on a temporary high, but it wasn't that strong, consistent, powerful, authentic place that you were coming from, the one that you're looking for. And that's what brings us to the actual solution. Now, before I talk about it, it's important that I preface it by saying that this may not work for you. It may not work for everyone, and it definitely won't work for every situation, but it has its time and place. So think wisely if you are going to try it, and try it in a place where it's not going to hurt if it fails. With that being said, the solution is simply this. Do the opposite. So we have our patient C and we look at 
doing the opposite. He was instead pumping himself up, saying, I feel confident, I won't have any ticks. And then I said to him, what would happen if we just flipped it around? You're so conscious about these ticks. What about if we made it so that you focused on these ticks, that you focused on having more of these ticks, particularly when you're having an interaction with somebody? And to make sure that it wouldn't have any nasty long-term negative effects if it failed, I said, look, let's try it in situations where it's just not that important, but you still get ticks. Why don't you do it at the shops? You talk to a shopkeeper. And I know that when you talk to the shopkeeper, those ticks come up. What about instead of saying to yourself that I really need to suppress these ticks, I'm really confident, try and say, I want to see how many ticks I can do. I want to see if I can exaggerate them without consciously actually putting it on, but just telling yourself. And something really weird happened. Do you know what it is? That's right. The ticks that he had diminished. And then I said for the next person, try and make the ticks come back even worse. But he just couldn't do it. It was like he was camera shy. He couldn't perform when he needed to. And that was the whole mind, the metacognition, thinking about thinking, knowing he has a problem and trying to fix it by suppressing only made the problem worse. In fact, it compounded it. But as soon as he let go, as soon as he just embraced it and said, let's just have it. Let's get rid of all that mental energy that's dragging, that's stopping you from being your very best. Let's just have it out right now, right here and see what comes of it. Suddenly, it didn't become such a big thing. As the size of the obstacle diminished, its effect on his life also diminished. And it became something that was, interestingly, a knock-on compound effect for all areas of his life. When at meetings, instead of feeling that dread of speaking up and saying to himself, I really have to speak up, I'm going to be confident he just said, I'm going to be so nervous, I can't wait to see how nervous I can be in the meeting. And then stand up, talk, and try and get really nervous, only to fail. These failures are the greatest successes you can ever have. And that's why in personal growth, it's really important that you look at it logically, that you work through it at deep levels, because anybody can go superficial. You can look at YouTube and browse hours of how to be confident. You can read countless books, but there's a time and a place for everything. And if you get the order wrong, again, it's not only not gonna work, but it's gonna work against you. And that's why I highly suggest that you sort yourself out before you do these add-ons that we keep talking about. Look, I wrote that book, Personal Upgrade, and most of the book is about the add-ons that you can do in order to become more successful but it was a multi-layered text. The first layer is all about getting rid of all the crap, all the scars, healing all that stuff up, so that when you build up this unique system on the foundation that's strong and pure, suddenly you have an extremely effective system where you can be authentic, where you don't have to act, where you don't have to look for books with titles like psychological manipulation in order to make yourself feel better. The Machiavellian techniques that people talk about just become something that's kind of strange, fringe, and ineffective, and you can really be true to yourself.
So the only takeaway I want you to get from this episode is to make sure that you realize that things have a time and place. And one way you can act on it now is simply by looking at a problem in your life and seeing if what you're doing is actually working for you. And if it's not, maybe it's time to try the opposite. Opposite. Game over.